my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Attention to all my proud plant parents. It is time to give all of your plant babies the best nutrition you can, starting from the bottom up. And that starts with the best soil to help them grow happy, nourished, and strong. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that is approved for organic growing and has been sourced from ocean waters and farms for over 28 years. With a full range of products that support every garden and lawn, Coast of Maine products are made to restore roots to the natural world. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, by adding Coast of Maine products, it will help regenerate the healthy microbes in your soil and set you up for gardening success. And if you have a vegetable garden, not only do you benefit via an abundant harvest, but find that there is less need to maintain and feed throughout your season. Coast of Maine continually perfects the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. The products are carried by tons of local retail partners who can provide advice and insight that is not found in the big box stores. Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community for gardeners everywhere, which is why I love how they make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. So let's get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. Coast of Maine, like the state with an E.com. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Hello, ladies, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I am so happy to be with you again today. Um, Today's episode is going to be wonderful, as usual. Um, We are talking about identifying your feelings. And in a minute, I'm going to tell you why that is important and why this is not an episode you should just skip over um, in case you are here for the relationship support. If you're here because you want to learn more about unresolved trauma and how to heal it, this all goes together. So, and this is actually pretty foundational. So stay tuned. Um, But before we keep going, this episode is sponsored by our signature program, Learn to Thrive. You know, I have, as the podcast has grown, as um, more people are hearing about Black Girls Heal, I've been getting a lot of DMs and messages and um, questions about working more together or starting to work together. Um, You want to heal your intimacy disorder. You want to get to the root of your unresolved trauma. You've been doing therapy. You've been talking to friends. You've been reading books. And there's something about what I'm saying and what I'm teaching that you're like, she gets it 
in a different way. This is really putting your feelings into words and putting what's been going on for you into words. And you know that whatever I'm talking about, you want to go further and you want to get this unstuck. And the way to do that is through the Learn to Thrive program. I know depending on how, um, how much you are on social media and on the internet, you know, you may be very aware that people talk a lot about these webinars and these masterclasses. And it seems like so many people have courses, um, especially if you happen to be an entrepreneur, like everywhere you look, everybody has a course that you absolutely need. Um, and so you may or may not be very disenchanted with what can an online course do for me? How can this really help my healing process? And when I tell you that the results the women are getting in this program are transformational, that we have weekly group calls um, or Q&A that um, some members have referred to to be like group therapy and that they are actually unearthing and healing things that have been stuck and rooted down for years past all the things that they've learned from being in traditional mental health counseling and all the resources that they've tried to do themselves. Those of you who are in 12-step programs um, and you know a lot of the language that I use is familiar to that. This program is really comprehensive and it's holistic. I had one student recently tell me I was doing student student interviews to kind of assess how successful or how effective is this program for the women who are joining? Um, and it, are they really getting their goals met? And she told me that she was expecting when she joined this course to just kind of get a couple videos and a couple worksheets. And um, what she has gotten has been so superior versus to other things that she has tried and learned before. And she's done the gambit of things. Um, that she has been very grateful and that there is this, and the fact that you have it for a lifetime, it has been a blessing to her. So what is Learn to Thrive and why is it so significant? Why is it so, so good? It's because this program goes through what I've developed being the Thrive Method. And this is what we use to help you unlearn and heal from the effects of unresolved trauma that affected how you see yourself, how you show up in the world, your values, how you may lose your identity, lose your voice, and helping you reconcile all that to create something new, to create literally a blueprint of what you want your life to be and who you believe um, that you are that may have been suppressed and repressed um, all these years. And in addition to that, that curriculum through that method, there are other courses that are built specifically for those of us who have intimacy disorders, so love addiction. Um, there are specific lessons and tools for those of us who need support with no contact. Many of us have tried to do no contact, which is where you go into detox from these unhealthy relationships and you just say, I need a break because um, they've been taking me over and you've been unsuccessful or you've done it and nothing has changed and you've gone back to those relationships or you've gotten into one that's even worse. And so what's the love addiction rehab program does is it really helps you break those cycles and helps you build a healthy way of dating, of interacting with yourself, to figure out what you actually want um, so that it doesn't, it doesn't get sideswiped when you meet someone who has like this energy that you're really attracted to, which little do you know, that's really you just recreating your own family patterns. So those of us who are more avoidant and you're looking to learn how to let down your walls and how when you're in a relationship to not do all of your distancing techniques and run away instead of staying there, 
we get into that into in the Thrive program. We learn how to not um, push people away and learn how to build true intimacy and connection versus living in our fear. And then we have inner healing work for our, our inner child. Uh, we learn how to take care of our needs. There are 11 basic needs or categories of basic needs that we all have that we tend that really we don't know unless someone points it out to us. And so a lot of us are living in deprivation. A lot of us are not really loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves the way that we need, you know? And so when I tell you that every single thing that you may be working on or need support with is in the Learn to Thrive program, I've built it to be a system a system of resources that you can come back to over and over and over again as needed um, to build your foundation for healing. That's what this is. And I'm spending a lot of time talking about it at the, at the beginning of this episode because I just, what I'm learning is that a lot of you have questions on how to move forward and um, I don't want to be shy anymore. I want you to know that this is here for you that um, listening to these podcast episodes are my gift. And also, if you follow on social media, you know, I'm constantly dropping gems in the captions of, of, of our posts, and that is rich support as well. And then also, if you're on the newsletter, which um, you automatically are added to if you sign up for a masterclass or if you download one of our freebies, um, that enters you into a newsletter where I email you twice a week different tips and support and tools to help you recover and heal. And all of that is awesome. And all the women who are in this program, um, I want to say the majority, not all of them, but the majority of these women have been following me for um, upwards to a year or more. And they all told me that when they got into this program, it did not compare to all of the amount of resources and tools and support that they had gotten for free over the years. And so I don't want you to be shy about investing in yourself. I don't want you to continue to struggle and trying to do it on your own and keep hitting these walls. I mean, you're not to sound morbid, but you're kind of wasting time from getting the life that you want and the life that you deserve. And if you feel like Black Girls Heal has what you need, then I want you to move forward. If you are not already on the wait list, we open doors to the program every couple months. So those of you who saw um, who've been a part of our webinar masterclass, you missed your opportunity and you're wondering when the doors are going to reopen for you. It's every couple of months. Um, and then those of you who are ready to get started, go ahead and join the waitlist so you can be there the next time the doors open. And you can do that by going to learn to thrive course.com. And that link will also be on the show notes. Okay. So now let's get into this week's episode. Um, so the topic is identifying your feelings and this is why it is really important to know what your feelings are. So I have talked about, um, intimacy disorders, love addiction, love avoidance. If you haven't, um, if you don't know what those things are, I want you to go ahead and go back to episode five where I break down what that looks like and kind of the patterns that we get involved in. But basically it is when 
We struggle to attach to other people and let people in and trust others based on unresolved pain and wounds from how we were raised. Some of us are very aware of where our roots come from, or at least we have an idea. Maybe we had significant sexual or physical or verbal abuse. Some of us say we had a really great childhood and we just don't understand why we continue to have relationship problems and why we don't feel good about ourselves or feel like we're not enough and we're constantly searching for something and never really grasping it. For those of us um, who relate to that, your issue is probably childhood emotional neglect, which I may do an episode about in the future. But all that to say that has resulted in us as adults not really knowing how to connect to others. And if you want to know how to connect to others, If you want to know how to feel enough and resolve that inner ache, that inner healing, the first thing you need to know how to do is to identify what you are feeling. Something I constantly hear from the women that I work with is that they struggle identifying what they feel. Either they may be women who um, are on the more avoidant um, side, which by the way, I've mentioned this in other podcast episodes, but if you're just now joining me on this journey, being an avoidant is not bad. You are not the bad guy and the addict is the good guy. So let's just want to put that out there. But those are my, those women who I work with who are more avoidant in that um, we tend to be the ones who have our walls up and are more cautious, more suspicious of others, um, get bored in relationships and friendships. We tend to keep very busy. Women who relate to that tend to tell me that they struggle with even identifying their feelings or if they have a feelings, there's just a couple of them that they feel often. So maybe anger, maybe sadness, maybe boredom, um, happiness, you know, every once in a while, um, it's not as pronounced as maybe they hear that it can be. So everything is a little bit, um, muted in a way, and that's because it helps keep you safe. You know, you can't be disappointed and you can be more in control of your life if you're not really feeling all of your feelings. And then the feeling that you do feel if it's more on the anger and frustration side, those are really powerful emotions. And so if you're an avoidant, one of your biggest fears is someone, um, you know, taking advantage of you, overwhelming you, taking away your independence and power, um, getting the best of you, making you feel or look stupid or dumb. And so um, anger and frustration are really powerful because it helps you kind of have a one-up. It keeps you very aware and hypervigilant about what's going to go on. Um, it helps you react very quickly and even be proactive in a lot of ways to make sure that you don't get duped and you don't get got. However, operating out of these emotions only is a deficit because you have a rainbow of emotions. And when these are at the forefront working to be on guard for you all the time, it stops you from feeling the full breath of happiness. And oftentimes our feelings are the keys to help us solve our problems and to help us get closer to people. If I come to you and I say, I felt really hurt when you did X and this is what I need instead because I was able to identify that what happened was a feeling of being hurt then you can respond to that emotion. That is an emotion that you have a choice. Hopefully you choose to come closer to me versus move away. Maybe hopefully I've chosen to, um, to build a relationship with someone who's healthy and can meet me where I am. But, um, if I give you that emotion, then you can do something with it. If I am operating only in my anger, 
And that's the only word I have for a whole list of emotions. And I come to you and I say, you really pissed me off. Anger is not a bad emotion, first off, but anger has a confrontational nature around it. And so if I come to someone and I lead with that, you really pissed me off energy, then that's the kind of energy I'm going to get back. It's really hard for someone to know how to solve your anger. Someone can understand how to heal the hurt underneath your anger. They can meet you there. They can comprehend that without feeling like they need to be on the defensive. But the anger part is hard. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a second. But that's a little bit of um, how it may look like for those of us who are avoidant. For those of us who are... um, who may be on the more love addict side or those of us who are more anxiously or fearfully avoidant, um, in that like we're constantly like needing affirmation and needing to be connected to people and needing people to assure us that everything's okay. Um, for those of us who have those dispositions, what the, the struggle to identify your feelings may look like you're constantly kind of being codependent and going along with what other people think and other people feel. So your emotions are constantly in flux because you're responding to what other people need. So if your friend is angry, then you're angry too. And you're trying to like empathize with her and feel what she needs instead of noticing what you need. You know, if things are going upside down in your family, you know, your emotions are taken over by theirs. If you're in a relationship and your partner is mad at you and maybe you're very afraid that they may leave or get angry or maybe you're not even consciously aware of this. This is a more subconscious feel and you're like, oh, crap, I need to fix this. We need to talk about this. You can't really be in touch with your own true emotions because the fear takes over. So even if you're justified and say you were having an argument and your your partner is about to leave the house or leave the room or hang up the phone or they stop answering your texts and even if you're justified and they they did something wrong that hurt your feelings or made you feel betrayed you can't get in touch with those feelings because you are on high threat alert because you're so afraid of being abandoned when that kind of thing happens for a long period of time and it's the norm for our lifetime where we're constantly defaulting what we feel to appease other people and to help them feel better, what happens is we, our sense of connection to our bodies and what we need and what we think and what we want to be true and um, our sentiments about things, it gets muted and it gets distorted. It gets muted because we learn that it's not safe for us to feel our own emotions. And so we default to whatever the person around us wants and needs to be true. And we kind of adopt that. And even if we do feel some emotions, we may convince ourselves that it's not that big of a deal or it's not that strong, which leads us a life, it leads us into a life where we act needless and wantless to where our needs and our wants are put on the back burner where we feel shame anytime we have needs or wants. And so, um, so we're constantly being overlooked, taken for granted, um, not appreciated. Um, ultimately maybe feeling resentful, feeling out of control because in relationships, no one's ever paying attention to us. We spend so much time paying attention to other people's feelings and needs. And it seems like it's never our turn. I know I'm talking to somebody out there, right? And so the first step for healing 
Um, and then also I didn't talk about anorexics, love anorexics. I know I have on social media, but those of us who are anorexics, we live in deprivation. We have a really high, um, sense of self-loathing. And so we restrict ourselves from being in relationships with other people because we are deathly afraid of rejection. We tend to be the ones who have a lot of fantasy relationships. So we, we admire people from afar. Um, we really get into our own heads. Um, when people approach us with love and connection and support, we may run the other way. And with our love anorexics, because there's so much self-hate and self-loathing and deprivation, we live in deprivation to ourselves emotionally as well. We have shut off all of the connection to feeling what it is that um, would be emotionally nourishing to us, um, what would be pleasurable to us because we learn that we don't really deserve it, that it's bad to focus on us, and that leads into our relationships. And so to recap, what happens um, when we have these types of intimacy disorders? So attachment, attachment styles um, that lead to intimacy disorders, and we are not aware of our feelings, we run the risk of pushing people away because we don't really know how to express what we feel and what we need we run the risk of being codependent and lost in the sauce because everyone else gets the attention that we deserve um, but we don't know how to have our voice we don't even believe that we should have a voice and then also we live in deprivation and so we constantly feel that we are in lack and needing um, because we are not connected to what we feel and our feelings give us clues to what we need the reason why identifying our feelings is so vital is because this is the foundation of identifying what we want, of being aware of what's working for us and what is not working for us. It is the foundation of being honest with ourselves about what we need. And once we're able to be honest with ourselves about what we need without the shame, without the fear, then we can first start to show up for ourselves and give that to ourselves without all the fancy ways that we self-medicate or all the ways that we deny it or all the ways that we deny it to ourselves and deny it to others and all the ways that we may um, try to live our lives without it, you know, because we were taught early on that it was bad to have these feelings and needs. And so we try to go throughout our whole lives uh, without admitting to ourselves and the others that we have these things that we've grown out of them somehow, which is not the case and will never be the case. You will be 85 years old and still have the ability of, to be hurt by people, to be hurt by things that happen. Now you may have wisdom and you may have life experience that teaches you that some of the things that you are worried about today as a 20, 30, 40 year old are not that big of a deal but you're still human and you still have emotions. And so it's important that we don't, um, that we embrace that. And we love that about ourselves because it's not going anywhere. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. 
As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. And the more we treat it as a weakness, the more it will become something that is hard for us to understand and value because our emotions are part of us. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. So here's what I want you to do. If you have difficulty identifying your feelings, first step for you to identify your feelings is to sit and to notice what comes up for you. If you're someone who says, um, I don't even know where to start, whenever you feel triggered or even right now, even right now in this moment, um, whether or not you're walking on a treadmill, whether or not you're driving in the car on the way to work, whether or not you're washing dishes right now with this on in the background, I want you just to take a moment and just see if you can notice what you're feeling right now. And if nothing is coming up and if you feel like you're kind of numb, I want you to notice what do you feel in your body? And what that means is I want you to do a body scan. And so I want you to notice if you feel any tension in your back or in your shoulders. Notice if your jaw is clenched. Notice if your hands are clenched. Notice if you feel 
any heaviness in your chest or a lump in your stomach. Um, notice if your feet feel cold or sweaty and whatever you feel in your body, I just want you to kind of focus on it. Just focus on it and just see if the feeling in your body, if it gets bigger, if it starts to go away, if it starts to throb in cases a body part that was feeling a little bit sore, whatever it might be. And then I want you to check in and see how you feel. And while you're doing that body scan, make sure that you're breathing. And the reason why I'm mentioning your body, which may seem completely random if you haven't ever done body work or um, yoga or any of that other stuff, and if you're kind of new to the healing process, is that we literally store our feelings and our trauma and our nervous system and our skin and our bodies. And so even when you, in your mind, you can't feel and you can't recognize and label what your emotions are, your body is constantly feeling your emotions. You can't shut it off. Um, well, actually, your body can shut it off. Um, but your body is constantly taking in information and adjusting to it. So whenever you have these sensations in your body and you start to notice it, then your body kind of turns on and it lets you become more aware of the feelings that are underneath it. This is especially important and vital for those of us who say that we're numb, for those of us who are scared to feel. You know, this is why meditation and mindfulness is also just really vital for your healing process because it gives us practice in learning how to be aware of ourselves and aware of our bodies um, and learning how to not run from them. A lot of us can probably feel what we're feeling and we know, okay, this hurt my feelings, or I'm scared about this, or this makes me really anxious, or I feel really disappointed. And we feel our emotions very quickly, and then we run. We run by distracting ourselves. We run by saying, but God's going to take care of it. We run by distracting ourselves by calling a friend and changing the subject. Um, we do everything we can to not feel our feelings because we're afraid of what happens if we actually stay there, we're afraid that if we're going to, if we feel it, we'll get taken over. I can't tell you how many women I've worked with over the years who have told me, I'm afraid that if I feel my sadness, I'm never going to recover, that I'm never going to come out of it. And that's not how it works. Um, your feelings are like a wave. So just like the waves in the ocean, they may come up and crest. They always come back down. Your feelings do not stay there. If you ever feel like your feelings are getting stuck in a place, it's probably because you're not letting yourself feel it. Remember, I just said the body is constantly communicating things to us. And so when you're constantly like trying to push your feelings away, um, and I can't remember the right word for this, but either it's either repress or suppress. But if I'll just say repress, if you're trying to repress your emotions, no, suppress. If you're trying to suppress your emotions, it doesn't, your body is like, hey, uh, we, you still need to know that this is what's going on and your body needs resolution. So if you actually want to get through the emotion, you have to feel it. There's no other way around it. I don't know how many of y'all um, learned the childhood song, I'm going on a bear hunt, but it goes, I'm going on a bear hunt, I'm going on a bear hunt. And across the, the journey of the song, um, you and your companions, you're like reaching like mountains and you're reaching like rivers and you're, um, reaching all these hurdles and all these things are blocking your path to finding the bear for every roadblock that you reach. Say you reach a, a pile of mud. It says, uh Oh, a pile of mud. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. 
I guess we gotta go through it. And then you do all these movements to show you going through the mud. And the same thing for the river. You reach the river and you're like, uh-oh, can't go over it, can't go under it. Guess we gotta go through it. And you do like these swimming motions to go through it. Silly example, I know, but it was in my mind and I wanted to share that your emotions are things that you have to go through. All the attempts that you have to go around your emotions, to go under it, to try to climb over it, you can't do that. The only way through is through. And once you get to the other side of your emotions, you're able to see what's there. Once you're actually able to feel your emotions, then you can solve the problem. You know, if you spend all of your time running from what you actually need and what's actually important and what's actually the root cause, you're going to be solving problems that don't actually exist. You're going to be making things up for you to distract yourselves on and focus on and give all of your energy to relationships or otherwise that really have nothing to do with what you actually need. So to help you even further, in case that um, my little childhood nursery song wasn't enough, um, I have a link in the show notes of a YouTube video that I did that was literally two or three minutes um, of where I show you how to identify your true feelings. Um, I use the iceberg example. Um, if you've never seen or heard of that before, I want you to go ahead and check that video out. And also subscribe. Black Girl Seal now has a YouTube channel. More free information for you. Awesome. You know, again, my goal is that women get healed. Again, not meant to be a replacement for you investing in yourself and joining the Learn to Thrive program, which actually puts all this stuff together and combines all of the aspects of being in therapy, being in 12-step programs, the psychoeducational support, and the best set of tools that are not available that people do not talk about because they don't know about and know how to put all this together to seamlessly integrate into your daily life. But it's to meet you where you are, while you wait for doors to reopen, while you wait to save your coins, like some of you told me that you were doing so that you can enroll in the next round. Um, but it is here for you. Make sure that you subscribe and turn on your notifications. But in the show notes is the iceberg video for you to watch. Also, I'm going to go ahead and put a video of the going on a bear hunt song in case you haven't heard it before. Um, and then also for you to add yourself to the wait list for the Learn to Thrive program if you haven't already in case just in case you have been on the wait list before you were getting the newsletters and you decided for whatever reason you know what I don't want the newsletter I'll just wait until she emails me about the course the newsletter is part of the waiting for the course to happen so if you've unsubscribed you need to go ahead and sign back up so that you can be aware when it is your chance to join the thrive family so that is it for this episode. Also, if you found this episode helpful, go ahead, take a screenshot. Um, let me know where you are when you are listening to this podcast and tag me on Instagram so that I can share it and so that I can know who is listening and who this podcast is helping. And of course, finally, please, if you haven't already, leave a five-star review on iTunes so that other people can find this podcast as well um, so that we can make this Black Girls Heal energy a movement for everyone to work on their attachment styles, on getting better uh, and transforming our relationships and no longer carrying on the generational curses that we consider to be normal and actually getting the support that we need. So that is it for this episode. I hope you have a great rest of the week. 
for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.